Today on the podcast, Jamie and I want to tell you about our 2024 AI predictions. We've been um, you know, talking a lot about this lately. We think that 2024 is going to be the year of AI. AI is getting integrated into literally every piece of software, every business is integrating AI. And if you're not using AI for your side hustle right now, 2024 is the year to, you know, if you're using it a little bit to like really ex like accelerate that. And if you're using it, uh, not at all, this is definitely like the time to get started. So Jamie, why don't you kick us off and tell us what is something that you are most excited for in AI um, in this coming year that you're, you know, maybe excited to start using for some of your side hustles or looking at? Yeah, I mean, so what I think is really cool about this whole AI thing is that it's it's been such a short amount of time that AI has been really out there and people are already becoming so accustomed to using it. I mean, like you said, you see it in pretty much every piece of software you you use now has an AI element. So, and that's kind of like the high level like corporations and, and big software companies are using. But I think this year is really the year that people are going to learn how to use it uh, for themselves uh, to make you know extra money, the side hustles, uh, small businesses, uh, things like that. So uh, yeah, I'm just really kind of excited to see where it goes. I think um, the big thing that's been on the news, uh, AI news recently is is the whole video, generative video. Um, and, and that's kind of really the next frontier that's really uh, gonna take a lot of um, software uh, power uh, with these new chips and videos releasing. So there's just really a lot of uh, new developments that are really exciting. Oh yeah, I mean, we could do an entire episode on AI and video in 2024, um, but like some of the things that I am most excited for, there's some huge projects coming out of like Pika, um, and of course we've had Runway all year, but there's like a bunch of new ones that I'm starting to see pop up that I think are gonna like really just make this huge. I think 2024 is gonna be the year of AI in video, and pretty much what we saw with Midjourney and you know Dolly3 from OpenAI doing all their image generators, we're gonna start seeing like video generators that are actually useful that I actually would like use as B-roll in like a YouTube video or I could like, you know, yep. put on my website. And so I think it's, yeah, video is absolutely uh, something that I think is going to be a massive, play a massive role in 2024. And whether it's this year or next year, I think we're getting like super close to um, very, very powerful. Like we're going to get to the point where you're going to be able to just direct your own movie. You're going to be able to pick the actors. You're going to be able to pick the plot and like get like some really complex AI generated stuff made, which I think is just going to be um, crazy for how many like opportunities, side hustles, businesses, um, and industries are going to get like super, super disrupted by that technology specifically. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, up to this point with AI video, it's been kind of obvious. You can kind of tell when something is made with AI, but I think the lines are going to start to blur really quickly and it'll be soon. It'll be really difficult to distinguish between uh, real video and AI. And, um, for the, the small guy, the content creator, the person who's trying to drive, you know, affiliate links and sales. Um, there's already some great tools out there that even just pull, um, stock video, um, you know, and, and assemble it. I think it's called, I mean, yeah. Invideo.io is mm, one of those okay. tools that just is great for, you know, pulling all your B roll and putting it together with your script. Um, so there's already really some powerful tools, but yeah, uh, looking ahead to like the Pika labs, total generative, uh, video, uh, that's really, uh, yeah, the next frontier and the next step. It's going to be really exciting to see. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that because I actually do know someone that is currently doing that and being quite successful. Um, it's kind of funny. They're, they're essentially using that to uh, turn all of their chat GPT generated articles into videos um, and posting them on YouTube. 
and they're getting like some decent traffic to their uh, website. Now, I won't say like what their business or niche is, but it's a business and niche that is like a higher ticket item. And so like they don't need insane amounts of traffic to make some like really solid revenue. And they do have like people that are like doing sales over the phone and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really just like top of funnel driving people in, but like an incredible uh, traffic source because you can kind of scale it up. And something that I think is really interesting about the video side is like, if you make a bunch of AI generated videos, for example, like not all of them are going to do great, especially because these are, they're not always like the highest quality. I think we're going to get better throughout the year of higher quality, but they're not always the highest quality, but you can make 20 of them in the time that you used to be able to make like one. And so you make 20, see which one performs well. And then if you want, double down and make a really high production version or a couple versions of you know the, the top performers. And so I, I kind of view AI, whether that's text and article generation or um, audio or video, I, I view it almost now as like algorithms are so crazy um, and there's so much content in them. It's like, you just have to make a lot of content and it, AI is almost like the, the tester to see like what areas are the most interesting, what areas you can SEO the best. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think we're gonna see insane amounts of content generated. Is it all gonna be as high quality? Well, I think the algorithms will do a, a decent job like sifting through and we'll still just get the things that have the most likes and views on social media or YouTube or other places. So I don't, so yeah, anyways, I don't think it's going to be like a, an existential crisis that people are going to be generating like a lot of AI generated stuff maybe, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you bring up a great point with all of the AI content generation, whether it's text articles, websites, video, there's going to be a whole lot more noise out there, a lot more like you said, stuff to sift through. So uh, that's gonna, I think, disrupt a lot of things. I think it'll disrupt um, Google search engine. I think because text is now gonna become the easiest form of content to write, like articles, you know, uh, Google may learn lean more into the video um, results for your search instead of text. Mm. I mean, that. so, and then that kind of, um, if you, if you want to rank for a, a search term, you're going to have to become familiar with creating video around, uh, your message and around using AI. Fortunately, there's, there's these new AI video tools, but I think Google search results are going to become more video based because it's kind of just one, one extra step to, um, you know, to sift through the noise, I guess. What do yep. you think about that? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think I think that's the direction that uh, it's all going in. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, and I think the winners are going to be the people that leverage the AI. They generate a lot of content. They go deep on their specific niche and industry. Um, and then when you have like let's say a piece of AI generated content that does well, you get a lot of traffic to your website. Like double down, review it with an expert, make it like longer and better, and and like you know tweak it with a human pretty much to to make it like as high quality as possible. Um, and I think those that's that's a strat that's the winning strategy right there. So my next prediction that I wanted to talk about that I think is um, super interesting that I've been seeing a lot of places is on-device AI. So Google has recently announced with their big like Gemini project, which is like a bunch of their AI stuff that's supposed to compete with ChatGPT, which uh, is interesting. Um, they have this new thing called Gemini Nano, and it's specifically built to run on Android phones. It's like ChatGPT, but instead of it being in a cloud server that you access with the internet, it's literally running on your phone. And Apple has also released some research um, a few weeks ago that said they've made some breakthroughs in running AI on iPhones. So one of my big predictions and things I'm super excited about in 2024 is 
what it looks like when we know when we're literally running AI on our mobile devices. I don't know, like what are, what are your what are your thoughts on the implications of that? Yeah, I mean that's a, that's really kind of a an abstract thought, and it's one to kind of really think about because I think what a lot of people don't realize now is like let's take um, what's the AI image generator Mid Journey. You take something like Mid Journey; it's a really powerful AI software, but you have to communicate with it through Discord. Uh, because it's you know it's it's located somewhere else, but to have it on your own phone, you kind of take away that barrier, and and now you have instant results. I, I feel like it's gonna change a lot of you know how phones work as far as like it's gonna take more um, battery power. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how all the hardware and stuff comes together. But um, to not have to rely, you know, specifically with Mid Journey, it takes you know a minute or two to get the, the results back. It's going to speed everything up. Um, I don't know. What do you think about it? I think it's going to be crazy. I think it's bigger. It's a bigger deal than a lot of people think because like right now we have this, these AI that it's amazing, but it's like just, it's tied to the internet. So like if you're on the top of a mountain and you don't have any cell reception and there's like some, you know, crisis, like you could literally pull your phone out. And if it has an AI model on there, you could be like, Hey, I'm stuck here. Like, you know, like take a picture of the, your surrounding areas. Like what's the best place, what's the best place for me to build a shelter? And it's like, well, probably over there because of blah, blah, blah. Or you'd be like, what's the best like food for me to eat? So I know like the emergency preparedness side of me is like, <laughs> it's like, oh man, like this would be super cool to have. Um, but, uh, I think there's a lot of, a lot of use cases. I mean, I swear like half the time I'm in like the Walmart by my house. I don't know what they do. They build the thing out of like lead or something. I get like no <laughs> internet reception in the yeah. back of Walmart and it drives me nuts. Cause I'm like, you know, trying to like search for something. I'm like, ah, oh, where is this in the store or something? I just like have no reception in there. And I'm like, yeah. So anyways, I just think for like so many different reasons, there's just a lot of places where you just don't have good reception. And if everything is on your phone um, without having to have the internet, I think it just unlocks a lot of possibities. So I'm excited about, about some of that. Yeah. I mean, and as, as AI continues to get more complex, it's going to take a lot more data to send back and forth um, through like a cloud service. And so even with some of the, the AI generated video we've been talking about, uh, some of the ones I've played with, it takes, you know, a good five to 10 minutes for it to generate your, your content. Um, and that, that'll kind of, you know, eliminate that barrier. Plus, um, sometimes the file size is just too big. Like I think I mentioned, um, I think I forget what app I was using. It, it maybe it was, Hey Jen to, to change my, or no, maybe it's 11 labs to, to change my, uh, to transcribe my, English voice into a different language. I uploaded like a 20 minute video and it was just too much data for it to process. Yeah. So having it on, you know, your device is really going to be a game changer. A hundred percent. And that actually made me think of a, a whole nother thing, which is, um, having it like on your device makes it so I think there's going to be a whole bunch of new applications and software that essentially are unlocked. So for myself, like I have a I have an app called Self Pause. It's an AI life coach, and we we interface with like OpenAI's ChatGPT to help like with with the the AI life coaching kind of like conversation element. Now, something that software has been doing for a long time is that um, to essentially like save money or cut costs, uh, we you store the stuff on someone's device. So the less like the less um, back and forth between a server you have to do, the cheaper it is because like, for example, on self-pause, every time someone makes an account and they go and stream like a meditation on, on the app, um, we have to pay for like the bandwidth that they're using on our, like on our Google cloud host or whatever. 
So a, a hack is when they get the app, you could number one, have the audio files already downloaded. So when they stream it, it's free for you. It's just going off their phone. Or number two, every time they play an audio for the first time, then it just saves that one to their device. And so you only have to pay for the streaming once and if they repeat listen. Anyways, there's a whole bunch of things that like, essentially, long story short, it makes it a lot cheaper for um, app providers. And that brings me to a whole nother point, which every time someone uses the chat interface on the self-pause app and they're like talking with it, we're paying OpenAI like credits. So if, we, if there's ways where you can essentially get the whole model on a phone, and you're leveraging that like for applications, it's gonna cut the, the cost of these applications like to zero. Like you're not paying for like the, the compute of uh, ChatGPT, you're not paying for, um, yeah, essentially like whenever someone uses that. So it, it makes it so that you can, number one, sure, it could make your, like a lot of software companies more profitable, but also it could make it cheaper for users because, because like essentially you could make products where like a lot of people just make free apps and maybe there's like some small thing that's an upsell. Well, like I can't do a small upsell for self-pause. Like I have to have a solid, like this is the price and we can't budge on it because like we're literally paying every single time you use our like, you know, our AI life coach. So anyways, that's one other thing that I think is just gonna be really exciting in this whole realm is that when people are, uh, you, like as a user, you're gonna get way cheaper software and then as software creators, it's gonna get way cheaper. If everything's running on the phone, um, just the costs are going to go way down. So that's exciting for me. I wonder if that'll be cut, passed along to the consumer though. Like let's say these, these chips are super expensive. You know, this 2024 might be the year we see a $2,000 iPhone, uh, instead of, you know, your, your $1,200, you know, because that's going to cost a lot more on the uh, hardware side for the, um, consumer as well. So yeah. Or like, you know, how Tesla has their, their, uh, autopilot software, uh, that is, you know, passed on to the consumer that the price of that, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who, uh, who ends up paying for that. But that's um, true. Apple will just have like the, the $2,000, like iPhone AI edition where it's like, if you want to run all the AI stuff, then this is like the yeah. one that you're going to need. Cause it's got the upgraded GPUs and stuff inside of it. So yeah, yeah, that will definitely be crazy. All right, Connor, as I mean, um, as we wrap up, <laughs> Jamie, as we wrap up this uh, podcast episode, making all of our predictions for 2024, leave us with, one thing that you personally are excited, maybe you've, you've already learned about it in 2023, but one thing that you're excited that you want to start implementing into your, your YouTube channel or your side hustles that has AI, like what's something that maybe you've, you've seen, but you haven't got a chance to, to try yet. Yeah. Well, I, I would love to, I love building passive income streams and, and things that can be automated. And so I would love to dive into more the YouTube automation slash, uh, more, more recently, the whole TikTok um, shop and TikTok uh, automation of video. I think that's going to be, uh, something that really would be a great side hustle to get into. Uh, it's kind of one of those things. If you can get ahead of the curve, you're going to make some good money. So I need to figure out how to, how to get, uh, my, my 10,000, TikTok followers so I can start, um, start that money, start earning some cash with TikTok. So that's what All I'm right, excited well, about. I'll be, I'll be right there with you. So I'll be <laughs> experimenting and to the listener as we're, as we're doing these experiments, we'll keep you guys updated on uh, how it's going for us. Thank you so much for tuning into the AI hustle podcast. I hope that you all have a fantastic rest of your day and happy new year to all of you. See ya.